Welcome back to the Morning Dinner Podcast, everybody. Episode 79. Nine. Thank you for reminding me. I forgot uh, about I that. I thought you were for me to say it. I was like, damn. Today we got Josh Hardy in the house. And for you guys who don't know, he's actually been a longtime friend of ours. And we, I think I met him through his brother, 88 Nate, which we actually had on the podcast. forgot what episode it was, but it was like, it was one of the early episodes. It was very early. Uh, but he is a music producer turned entrepreneur. He doesn't like that word. We don't call him an entrepreneur because he has investments. He does real estate. He is a property manager. He does a lot of cool stuff. And we're going to yeah. talk to him about crypto and so many other things. But before we get started, don't forget to subscribe and like and please leave a comment and smash that like button, guys, if you know it's good for you. <laughs> I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> i'm not like editing that. that out yeah i like that i was, was, I was usually you got something to say oh fuck i forgot to hit record god damn it really yeah god damn it no i'm just kidding oh <laughs> are we doing it then no no that no, was good all right without further ado we present episode 78 of the morning dinner podcast with josh hardy every time i come in the kitchen you in the kitchen in the imagination land we actually get views it's gonna be a fun episode man because we actually know you like yeah that's why you don't need the script we have we don't we don't okay first of all we never have a script well you know what i mean you don't need it it was a list of prepared questions let's get into it man what's up josh what up josh (laughs) so we live now yeah yeah we're going we're going man unless you want to redo that recording on everything nah we're good yeah we're good like it is should be cool Josh Hardy, man. That is my name. Yeah. Josh Hardy. I like that hat, bro. Yeah, 88 Net. You know, I always got to rep my artist. Did you guys, did, did you uh, make that hat? Uh, yeah, I, made, I didn't make it personally. Did you hand but I had stitch it? it? I definitely not. <laughs> I am the worst. All right, people are tuning in right now, man, who don't know who you are. We know who you are. We got history with you. Yeah, for sure. What can you tell the people about who you are and what you do out here? Who I am and what I do. Well, my name is Josh Hardy, a.k.a. Dun Dun Did It, a.k.a. Nasty Girls Call Me Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so what I do is I just help artists get to a point where they can start monetizing their music pretty much. And mainly I work with my brother who you know is 88 Nate. And right now we just growing, trying to build a fan base, uh, one fan at a time. And we, we're having moderate success with it and we're just trying to keep scaling. And so that's what I do as far as like what this podcast represents on the creative end. And I also work with um just other producers and engineers and everything uh, mm. i got one uh, one of my real good friends pirate of god he actually asked me just he had recently asked me to manage him too in some capacity to help him what he's got going on and he's pretty big he's been in the industry like in the industry industry he's worked with like major people yeah so, yeah so i'm working with him now too so so you're a man that wears multiple hats yeah, I you guess know? you could say that. I'd be trying to wear multiple And guys. that's kind of what I what I wanted to talk about because you're a music producer. You own your own label. Ooh. You're an entrepreneur in many different ways. I don't like that term, entrepreneur. Entrepre- okay, well, not for me. Well, how, well, how would I you like describe it? Influencer? <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> definitely not an influencer. An He's influencer a fin- influencer. Oh, I'm just, you tried. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. I'm and just you me, own yeah. land and you invest. Yeah. How old are you, man? I actually just turned 30 a couple months ago. There we go, oh, man. You 30, right where you're supposed, you right you're where you're supposed to be, bro. We all I'm headed old. that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dirty 30, yeah, man. Try and try. All right. So let, let's start out with the basics, man. Music production. You, I've known you for the majority of our friendship as a music producer. For, uh, first and foremost, what got you into producing music? Actually, that's a... Basically, I was my daddy was a preacher in the church. So I used to always watch them playing the, the piano and the organ and stuff and the drums. I used to like it a lot. I just wanted him to teach me, but he never got around to it. So uh, fast forward, got a little older, uh, computers start coming out a lot more, and I found Fruity Loops. And everybody know what Fruity Loops is. So Ben know. Yeah. Chuck so, knows what Fruity Loops is. Exactly. <laughs> Chuck definitely knows I, what Fruity Loops is. I just know what Fruit Loops is. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, two can sin. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I just found Fruity Loops, figured it out. Then uh I kind of grew out of Fruity Loops and I, cause when I found this program called Reason and then I was like blown away by that. I was like, wow. So then I just started going hard with Reason and just started making beats and 
start getting them to people and yeah that's, that's how i got started making beats did, did you ever sell your music or your beats online and like places like SoundClick and things uh, like that, that? not <laughs> not SoundClick. um i i had an online store and i did make probably around a thousand dollars selling beats online what whatever. was your watermark my watermark it was a uh, dun, 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 nah <laughs> <laughs> nah it's uh actually i wasn't done done did it at the time i was uh What's my producer name? Black Josh. When I had my store, I was Black Josh. That's what I knew you were. Yeah, as. yeah, Black yeah. Josh. That's okay. Yeah. So, but then um, the man with multiple nicknames. Yeah, over I know, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just I, I I shut the store down because it was um I spent a lot of money advertising <laughs> and um I was making money too, but I just transitioned into something else. Like I don't really want to be the music producer or the engineer type of guy. Mm-hmm. I want to be the guy behind the artist. So like I rather take a producer and put them with an artist and hey y'all make music but i still make beats though just because i love it but at the same time like i'd rather be the matchmaker than the actual producer and i found that i'm actually better at that so so, so here's the thing because i when it comes to music producing it i know two different like definitions for the word producer there's the guy who actually like makes the beat and then there's a person who engineers and defines the sound of a song yeah, right definitely. for example like you can have a producer who is not so technical as far as production goes but he's like okay we need to have this here this tempo we need to have these certain kinds we need of to sounds bring this artist yeah in. yeah exactly. we need to put these yeah. two artists together that's almost like a how do you say um a, a coordinator or some kind of like a, yeah 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 trying to think of the word man like a, a circus like it brings them together the ringleader yeah a ringleader yeah, yeah. there we go yeah so, so yeah basically i want to be more of the ringleader than the actual person making gang the leader beat. i like yeah, that nah, what well, you said that on me you said yeah. gang leader yeah. <laughs> damn bro yeah so that's that's i want to be more of that type of person i want to be like like the the dude that owns the, the record label think it's a game fly i want to be more like Coach Can P. I want that. I want to be more like that. Mm. Yeah. Who are some of your favorite like idols that you look up to that you aspire to be like? Uh, Fly, the guy that owns Think It's a Game, the record label. I'm, uh, I'm not familiar. Wait, Coach, what is that? Uh, he's he's you know you know who YFN Lucci is? No. You know who Rich Homie Quan is? Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy that signed those dudes. Okay. He, uh, he owns the label. What's his label called? Think It's a Game. Tig. Damn, I've never heard so, of it. Yeah. And uh, Coach Can P. Quality control, QC, Migos, all of them. You know? No, you never. Heard so he, of so he's the guy behind the scenes, technically. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Which just kind of proves your point. We don't know who he is, but he's exactly. out there making moves, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, he's like the mover and the shaker. So that's I want to be more more like them. Discreet but killing it. Exactly. That's so dope because yeah. that's what I want to do too. Exactly, man. I want to be discreet but killing it. Now, do yeah. do you have like a specific sound as far as like a type of music that you want to? help engineer and put together or is nah, it just is it, it just hip-hop or it's, it's whatever is dope Country whatever music? is dope what, what's dope. dope to you like are you to you, me dope you do funk you do to electro me, dope music it's something that makes people move it's like music is feeling you know right yeah so like when you hear something like if it makes you move or if it makes you run it back or if it makes you go like damn what was that or if it makes you but this day and age if it makes you pull out your phone and shazam it yeah then you really vibing with it yeah so that's all i'm i'm about making stuff that's going to make you bust out that phone and shazam it. If you ain't busting out that phone and shazamming it, you don't really care about it that much. That's so, a good way to think about it. Yeah, that's real talk. Exactly. So I'm I'm trying to get my shazam stats up. Now, you had mentioned, and this is what I wanted to say before the podcast started, is that your brother, 88 Nate, 88 Nate, Nate Hardy, is also yeah. one of my longtime friends that I've exactly. known for years. He was years. also on the show. Yeah. He was on the very early stages yeah, of this show definitely. when we were still... <laughs> That was the funniest episode ever. <laughs> when we were at the oh, trap house, that's bro. When he, well, that's when Keem spit out water. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. so, so you guys together, you're, you're this label called Digital, Digital Gold, Gold Entertainment. Right. Yeah. Because as you know, that song Digital Gold that he dropped, which was... I don't want to take credit, but it was my idea. Like I, I brought him the idea of the song. I said, "Hey, I'm pretty bro. sure you got him in the Bitcoin period." Exactly. <laughs> but I was like, I was like pretty big into Bitcoin, crypto. I'm, I'm just on Reddit all the time on the forums. I'm like, man, there ain't no rappers talking about this, like at all. Like, we need to talk about this. Yeah. So I, I brought it to Nate. I got him into crypto. I was like, all the rappers who were doing it were super cheesy with it. Exactly. Too. They, they, like, they didn't, they didn't understand yeah. anything below surface level of it right they were just trying to catch exactly, a wave exactly yeah, yeah. they're kind of doing like a, a hard knock life version of exactly, the rap game right yeah uh, you could talk about the gangster life or you could do like a hard knock life silly kind of song mm-hmm. yeah for know? sure but hard knock knife was hard though but, but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i meant the chorus I, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, but, I, but, yeah but, but yeah but um 
<laughs> well, yeah, I brought, I brought him in. I was like, I educated him on crypto, blockchain, everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I made sure he knew it at a deep level to where he could actually explain it. And I was like, make a song about it. And he was, we was going back and forth for a while. He was like, bro, I'm not making a song about fucking crypto. This shit is dope. I'm invested in it. I like it. But ain't nobody trying to hear me rap about crypto, blah, blah, blah. So, bro, it took me. That to, sounds took, like Nate, exactly. bro. That you, sounds you know, like him. You know how hard I got to coerce him into doing stuff. <laughs> so, real quick, me, Josh, and Nate are in this group chat that we've been in for like a year and a half. <laughs> like two, three years, bro. We've been in, the, in that group chat. Every time we present Nate an idea, nah, it shouldn't be that way. That's stupid. Ain't no, that's a gimmick, you know? Even though <laughs> yeah. we're, we're coming and from like a, it. We're kind of coming from like a marketing, like what? how can you get more fans yeah. kind of thing. He's always against it initially. It's, it's always combative initially, but he always ends up doing it and it always ends up working out for the most part. Yeah. So back to Digital Gold, I coerced him into doing the song and he did it. You shot the video, yeah. just random. I didn't even tell him to shoot the video. That yeah. was his idea. Yeah. I didn't tell him to print the hoodies. That was his idea. So once he gets on board, he's now, on which board. Hoodies are you, which hoodies are you? I said hoodies. Hoodies. Which hoodies? Oh, Mexican actually. Just came out. <laughs> which hoodies, hoodies are you are you referring the to? The blockchains matter hoodies. Boom. Yeah. So bam, he prints up the hoodie, shoot the video, puts it up, semi-viral. Mm. Everybody who's anybody in crypto retweeting it, sharing it. It blew up across the internet to this day. I think it's over. It's close to a million across all platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. Um, uh, what's it called? YouTube. Yeah. Close to a million across the whole internet. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, in the first like week or so it got its 50,000 views on YouTube. Yeah. Alone. And, and that was just straight and Twitter, up Twitter. Twitter. No, th- was that with like uh, uh ad revenue or what's Bro, it called? Ad? We have spent no ad revenue on That's it. That's crazy. That was all organic. organic. And that you you kind you kind of couldn't because that was also in 20 like was it late 2017? It was late 2017. And that was when that was when yeah. Facebook and, and stuff had put like a ban on, on crypto, crypto advertising. Yeah. I just re- yep. I just remember exactly. why you couldn't do That's it. Yeah. Cuz I tried to. I remember I tried to put some yeah. money behind it cuz it was growing. I wanted to boost help boost that organic growth. Yeah. But like you said, Facebook was blocking any cryptocurrency. If that promotion. song would have come out two months earlier, bro, but like in October, November, I could have boosted the hell out of that. You could have boosted it. Yeah. Capitalized yeah, on it. Yeah, bro. But we still did good with that. Yeah, no. Because with that record, I mean, it put us, we start getting flown out to do shows. We made, we start putting out merch. Everybody wanted the hoodies. I was shipping shit to China, bro. Like we was making money off them hoodies. So, that put us in a decent spot yeah. to to continue to scale and build a fan base. But the only problem is Nate didn't want to keep making crypto music. But that was who was his demand was. His audience was right, that. Right, right. So it's like, bro, you, I'm trying to tell him you can't go against your audience. You got to fuck with who fucking with you. Right. So I'm trying to. I, can I still right. see it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still see it whenever he drops like a new video. People comment. When are you doing another crypto exactly, track? You know, bro. like because the thing is that community is so diehard because there's nobody representing exactly. It. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's bro. why Mexicans are so hardcore. Whoever's like a big Latin artist because they miss Selena. You know, like they, they need that artist to represent the culture. Exactly. You know. So yeah. So part of my job is to trying to keep him to feed that audience. Like yeah, I know you want to do like regular music, regular music, whatever you want to call that, regular music, but you also gotta do a little crypto here and there too just to keep feeding that base yeah because we can grow them we can scale that but we can also scale the regular music too but it's gonna be a lot harder with them because they not really fucking with you all the way yet mm-hmm. but that's starting to change too because the video y'all shot with the um what was it the one with the, the singing one where he was like in the shower and shit oh like yeah surrender yeah surrender. surrender yeah so that's that shit is blowing up. That shit did like fifty thousand views in Facebook in like the first two days. So like we got fans in different pockets. Mm-hmm. Like right now, our strategy is to just figure out exactly who they are and just keep keep Nate in their face, keep running ads. Hey, yeah, keep. So yeah, that's basically the challenge mm-hmm. right now. But it's a fun challenge, and I love it. And it's working, and it's growing, and it's scaling, and the Spotify numbers are continually to grow every month. So that, that's just as what long, it's about. Yeah. As long as you're seeing growth, man, that's what exactly. it's all about. Like, yeah. like you know, people get upset because they know it's like, oh, it's already been five years, it's been eight, ten years, whatever, and they haven't like quote unquote, they haven't brought in the millions, right? Oh man. It's like, yeah. dude, it, it, it takes forever. And this like is people a who, people who invest and are building a portfolio, whether it's, you know, crypto assets or stocks or whatever, like it doesn't happen overnight. It, it takes time to slowly it takes a lot of time. But once you get to that point where it's big enough, the I I would imagine the growth for your 
for your fan base or your investment is only gonna it's only gonna yeah. get exponential. Kind of like technology, yeah. how like it gets but like like it gets twice as fast in half as less time exactly. now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that whole thing. Like if you invest in a, a million dollars, you're gonna probably see a nice return. If you only invest in a thousand dollars, you're gonna see a really tiny. Exactly. Return. Yeah. That's why I don't think people should invest in like um, securities, like single securities, like uh, stocks and stuff like that. Because unless you got like big bread, like you really kind of wasting your time. Well, the the uh, and we're, we're gonna talk about this because yeah. I because I did just recently invest into some stocks, but what I did was I invested in stocks that have good dividends. So it's like you pay you you pay for the stock, but then also every month you get paid out a percentage of whatever you hold as a kind of like a. How how would you describe it? Like just a, a payout? They pay you to hold. Yeah, I know that. what a dividend is. Yeah, a, a dividend. Yeah, but um, but here's and what. then you take that dividend and then you reinvest it back. Of into course, your portfolio. yeah, you just you can just do that automatically. But my my thing is with that is individual stocks. What if the stock goes down? Oh yeah, that's, that's possible. But yeah, but coming from a from a crypto side of things, I've been through it all. Well, man. I know that, but <laughs> I've like, been through the volatility. I just think. I just think for for those type of short that's that's a short term game though yeah like you you're yeah not, for sure yeah so my thing I, is, I already know that that with, with, with stocks I'm only doing it for like especially with the one I just did I'm doing it for like maybe four to four to eight months is a short term investment I feel yeah and that's just to get like a you know ten fifteen percent or whatever yeah but because it's better but that's, that's not guaranteed though that ten to fifteen percent because in that eight you months, diversify yeah you, you do know? diversify but I just think it's better to to put your eggs in something like an ETF or you just not in one thing. Well, so then let's hit, yeah, let, let's hit this then. The, your tips for investing because you well, do. Don't, don't listen to me. I'm just a regular. <laughs> yeah, just be like, hey, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a financial, financial advisor. Advice. Yeah. I'm just but a what regular do you motherfucker. Do? What have you found works for you? What works for me is ETFs. Uh, well, Which actually, is? it's an exchange, exchange traded fund. It's basically just a fund that mirrors the S&P. So like, the the main fund that I buy is VOO. It's um it's basically a Vanguard fund that just tries to mirror the S and P. It's got a bunch of different stocks in there. So that way, like if you just invested in what some say Google or whatever, not or Amazon, if, if they go down, which they probably won't, then all your eggs was just in that one stock. But mm-hmm. if you're in the ETF and go and the ETF has Google or Amazon in it, that's just a couple of stocks within that ETF. Yeah. So you you kind of good on that. But, but with an ETF, you don't get dividends, do you? Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. And it reallocates all your investments? Yeah. So, like, if you... How, how much is an ETF? Like, it just depends on which one you buy. How like, much do they usually go for? Does it, it, does it really depend, like, $50 to $2,500? It just like, it depends on the fund. Like, oh, the, like VOO, I think... I heard I think, the Vanguard one's pretty good. Yeah, I think the VOO, I think they had, like, 200-something right now, a share or something like that. But even... I don't, I don't really like paper assets anymore. Today, true. Like, what's a paper asset? Paper asset is stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Mm. Why don't you? I don't like them because they don't really generate cash flow. Like, I, I'm, I'm a cash flow investor now. Like, yeah. I only fu- so these I'm are only more long term. They're not necessarily long term. They can be. Well, you, mutual fund. You, yeah, I mean, but you Roth can cash IRAs. out a mutual. You can cash that stuff out whenever you want. to Yeah, cash but it out. usually, usually a Roth IRA. Aren't you looking for? Yeah, that well, Roth. Like a Roth 65? is a Roth is um yeah, it's something that you. That's a long term. You guys are like glancing a, over a lot of terms. You guys are glancing over. Yeah, a lot I'm, of terms I'm assuming here. that people know what we're talking about. <laughs> it's all good. You know what? If you don't know what Roth IRA is, uh, listen to our, our episode <laughs> with uh Luis, and we yeah. have it uh, up here somewhere. Yeah. Or actually, what you have to point to and it. He's a side he's screen. a financial advisor. Yeah. And he's really good. So listen to him. <laughs> listen to his podcast, <laughs> and you'll listen, learn listen about him, all the stuff. Because I'm not a financial about. advisor, but I just do what works for me. So you said cash flow. Ca- I invest for cash flow now, and. Paper assets don't really produce cash flow, and not only that, you kind of locked into them for a little bit. Like they're just not—they're not for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm in some of them, but for the most part, they're not for me anymore. Because once I got into real estate and I started generating cash flow, like that's where it's at for me. So you're talking about like a physical asset that actually puts money in your pocket monthly. Monthly, yeah, exactly. That's okay. what cash flow is. Right. That means I'm. I so a business would be cash flow. A business flow, would right? definitely be. I'm not to me the that I know of the only cash flow assets are real estate or a business that you own. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think there's any, to my knowledge, any other cash flow asset. Mm-hmm. You're not getting cash flow off of paper assets unless 
you put a shitload of money in there and you're just living off the interest. Yeah, you're seeing twenty percent on two million dollars. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, but, then, but but that's a gamble. Exactly. But even still, but if you got it like that, then yeah, cool. But I don't think most people who are just starting off investing have it like that. So why lock your money up in an IRA or a four hundred one k that you can't even touch till sixty five? Dude, it sucks. But, I've got I've got a good amount of money in my four hundred one k because I've been you know putting into it for yeah, a while with your company and, and they yeah, match probably and yeah they yeah but i stopped contributing to it recently because even though the match is good you can't withdraw it at you all bro the like, thing that for the 401k you can't but if you have a roth ira you can withdraw the contributions oh, yeah no you're not penalized on no? the contributions if you're penalized on the earnings the gains the gains but okay. if you with a Roth IRA, that's why if you're going to get into some type of retirement account, I definitely recommend a Roth IRA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you're ever in a bind and you need some bread, yeah. you can withdraw your contributions. At least the, the money so the, that you so put in. So the into amount it. you put in. So let's exactly. just say the 1500 you put in for the year, you can take that out. Exactly. But you can't take the gains. You can't take that. the gains. Okay. But the contributions, you can take that out. And, and, and is that like a $6,000 a year limit? For a Roth, I believe. Yeah, they, they I think they just yeah, increased it. Just increased yeah, 6000 yeah. for under 50 I think over 50 you can do 7000 Yeah. Damn, they yeah, do you remember when we were talking yeah, about it? It was only it was, it was no, it was just four, like four thousand a couple, like a year. No, I think it was fifty-five for us, and then six thousand for older people. Yes, yeah, it was like something that. like that. Something yeah. like that. But well, that's so what if you're, if you're gonna do paper, I definitely recommend uh, ETFs, uh, maybe mutual funds, and a Roth IRA. Damn, dude. But I would definitely not, because I don't. I just don't want my money locked up where I can't get to it if I needed it. Yeah. What to sell all these Robin Hood stocks? That's just me, man. Like I'm not telling nobody what to do. No, I'm not giving that okay. It does make I'm sense. So now, what I, now I, I, I just been watching Andrew and uh, Andre Geek on on YouTube. Yeah, he's like a new YouTuber, bro, and he does he does a lot of finance talk, and he's always promoting his Robin Hood, bro. Always promoting that's his probably because he get a he get a kickback from it, probably. Yeah, yeah. but also yeah. thing the thing is you can make money from stocks. You really you can. no, yeah, one hundred percent, bro. You, you most likely can. will unless stocks. unless you invest in Movie Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm so happy that because I, I, I one moment I was like I'm about to go all in a Movie Pass. No one's recognizing this right now. No one's seeing this. I, happen. I knew it, I knew they were gonna bust, bro. I knew they were gonna bust. Yeah, I'm glad I only put 40, hey, forty bucks into it. If you would have got it at the beginning, though, would have popped off. Or even after, because, okay, so it got to a point where they went from, like, they did, like, a 1 to 100 split or something like that, token split, where basically, you know, if you had one share, you would now have 100 share. Or, no, if you had 100 shares, you would turn into one share, but the price of it would go up, right? So if you had, like, 100 shares and they were $16 a share, then you would have one sh one share at the end of the day with that's, like, $1,600 or whatever, you know, you know, you know what I mean. Like the, yeah, I have still no idea what more. you mean, actually. So I'm a split. So <laughs> so when when a, when a company does a split, it pretty much says we need to bring more money in. So to make the no, price, no, I don't know what a dividend yeah. split. No, 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 it's, it's, split. it's a stock split. Shares. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, what a yeah. shares split, but so, you just explained it so. Confusing. Okay, so yeah. so like let's say you have let's say the the the, the stock costs sixteen dollars and you bought five of them, right? You would then after the split, it wouldn't be sixteen dollars. It'd be like sixteen cents, but you would own like five thousand of them or something like that. Along those lines, it just it basically it stays the same, but it changes the actual. Yeah, because like, yeah, that's what always how it looks confused me. Is just like okay, when a company goes public or you know is ready to give out dividends to people, like how did they? Do you guys know how like they say like okay, do we want to do fifty cent dividends? Do we want to do dollar? I 10, think it, I think it depends thousands. on how much revenue they bring yeah, in. Yeah, it depends on. I think the um, I think their their board, the company's board, determines yeah. how much dividends to pay out. Yeah, like what would make sense yeah. in the long term. Uh, it depends long on how how many people own their stock and then also how much money they're bringing yeah, in. It's a Consistently, thing, it yeah. it's a, there's a lot of research yeah. that goes into it. Do you guys also know? It's like if I started a business, like a corporation, and I wanted to give out, you know, what is it? What what are they called in stocks? Like the the beginning? They're not ICOs, are they? No. IPOs? IPOs? IPO is when you go public. Yeah. So, like, could you hit up all your homies and be like, hey, buying stocks now because I know my company's going to go up. I don't I don't know if that's illegal. That's that, that not that like oh, it might so be some SEC. When it just releases, so, though. It sounds like, illegal. Hey, it sounds, it sounds illegal. illegal. But there's a lot of things that are sound illegal that, that are totally legit. Yeah, because I, don't I, know. I can be like, I can hit up homies, be like, "Yo, dude, it's about to come out in the next day or two. Just be ready to." So you're talking in. about you're talking about like, like Chuck just came up on ten million dollars. Like or you're gonna you're business. gonna invest. You're you're gonna create your own product and have your own company called. But let's just say, no, no. Let's just say it already it's already doing great. But now I know we're getting so big that we're gonna go public. 
yeah. and I tell all my homies because I want to make them all rich too. Be like, hey, my shit's yeah, going public. Know. You guys should invest into it because I feel like these are going to go up to ten bucks. I feel like there'd be some laws to say that you yeah, can't disclose. I feel like that's some some super SEC guy. I think that's called that insider trading. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. I think that, that I sounds know, like insider. Okay, what, it what is, if but... I released it and I hit all you guys up instantly? I mean, I'm not gonna say no, yeah, but yeah, you know what I mean? no. I'm just wondering. Maybe wait till I the mean, camera stops recording, bro. To, I'm, I'm, just, to, I'm, I'm sure that goes down anyway. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like, come I'm on just now. wondering yeah. if it's illegal. Okay, so we kind of hit. We kind of went over a lot right now. Oh yeah, but I, I wanted wanna... to circle back though, for sure. About <laughs> the circle jerk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is about the real estate. You said you have real estate right now. Yeah, man. Actually, um, man, like shout out to my guy Fabian. Like I was, um. Is it Fabian? Fabian, yeah. He's just, oh, uh, with, a, with a V. With a yeah. V, yeah. He's okay. a big time real estate dude. He like flips a shitload of houses, got a shitload of deals internationally here in Mexico. I was, I was, yeah, I was working with him too. Like I was, because uh, my day job, I was an analyst. Yeah. What's um, an analyst? An analyst? They yeah. just calculate numbers and shit. Oh, yeah. for houses? For no, no, flips? for no. Uh, I was, I was basically, a has a basically has a desk. They come in. They you gotta solve all these math problems. Yeah, I was like, what the? Pretty fuck? much. I mean, yeah. For reals? Yeah. Oh, I was just messing. Pretty around. much. I mean, you just basically. I was just working at a for the MGM. I was a. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but I, I was just I, like, yeah. wait, what are you doing numbers for? Yeah, I was working in their their corporate offices, just crunching numbers, trying to figure um, out how many employees they gotta let go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty yo, pretty much. Yeah. Like yeah, some of my friends was on that team. Figuring uh-huh. out like how many people to let go. Damn. Up. Yeah, but no, I was just mostly doing like reporting on slots and table games and labor stuff like that. Just crunching numbers. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I heard. Uh, I overheard like in just the break room. I was getting some water or some shit. I heard this dude Fabian talk about some real estate deal he was doing, and then I was just like, like I mind you, I just never really talked to this dude. You know, how, like when you work, you you know that you see the people you work with, but you don't really talk to them. You just do the head nod in the hallway or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I was always like that with Fabian. Like I just I never really talked to him. I was just like, "What's up here and there?" But then I overheard him talking about some big ass real estate deal he was finna close or something. And then I hit him up. And I just I didn't hit him up. I just went over there and talked to him. I was like, "What are you talking about? What real estate deal?" And like he kind of brushed me off because I guess he basically he brushed me off. He told me to read this book. He gave me a book to read, and uh, he was like. Yeah, blah blah blah. Just read this book. I'm very yeah. careful with people who make you read a book before they have a conversation. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because usually no, no, some no, pyramid look, schemes. It's stuff. not. It's not. No, it's, it's not read like that. Read a rich bro. dad, poor dad network marketing. <laughs> no, no. Like, hey, so I'm gonna need seventy five dollars from you. And that that's funny too. But but the reason people do that, and now that I know in hindsight, people that's really getting it and is really about it, they get people asking them all the time, "How can I be like you? How can I be like you?" And they'll 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 spend a lot of time telling them, and nobody ever does it. Does it? Yeah. So it's like. Over time, like once you get there, people just annoy you and you just don't got time to tell nobody no more. So yeah. then you just start telling them, read this book. And you kind of do that just to test them to see if they're serious. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what he was doing to me. He was kind of just testing me. He was like, eh, I don't really got time to tell you nothing. Read this book. If you read this book and got any questions, let me know. So I read the book and then I didn't ask him nothing. I just did every single thing the book said. And the next time I talked to him, I was like, yeah, I'm finna close my first deal. And then he he looked at me like with big eyes. He was like, then he just embraced me and took me under his wing. Cause then he knew that I was serious. Yeah. Like he knew I wasn't bullshitting. And then after that, he was down to tell me anything. He taught me like anything I needed to know. He would let me know. And yeah, he just kind of took me under his wing a little bit and was just showing me what I need to do. Telling me all like the little secrets of real estate that I'd really had no idea even existed. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I'm in the game now. And when you That's say loop, when you say loopholes, it's, or when you say these little tricks, you're really talking about loopholes, right? Like not necessarily loopholes. There is just the way the laws are written, the way taxes are written, and just just mm-hmm. the information that you it's don't just know knowledge. If you don't know. It's yeah, just it's knowledge. just knowledge. That's all it is. It's knowledge. It's like write offs. Not you know? not even just write offs. It's just just learning, just uh, hunting for deals, just all the different types. What's of, the book called? Uh, I can tell you right now. I don't know it off the top of my head, but it's just, in my audible. While you look it up, I'm gonna say this. When I was growing up, I always heard knowledge is power right it really is but you don't <clears throat> know what you don't know so i was growing up in the ghetto like in the hood and it was kind of like so i didn't know what is. that meant and i said like, people also say you know reading a book reading a book a week or whatever a book a day like it really helps you grow and i was like okay so you tell me if i kept it under pants that's what i was saying bro that's i'm gonna, never I'm gonna solidly my brain's gonna just get bigger and like i'm gonna get these superpowers like that's what it led bro that's how stupid i was yeah i bro. legitimately thought that reading no, like the dumbest here books. bro but it's like, but it's reading. really yeah, it's really bro. like like you say not just power like that book that he's t- showing you right 
It's these books that have fundamental things that you're not going to get in school. Exactly, bro. So, yeah, the book is called Set for Life by Scott Trench. And it's basically the synopsis of the book is basically, look, you um, it's basically just reengineering your mind to to unlearn everything that you've been taught. Get a house, live in a house, get a job, like get the nicest car, blah, blah, blah. So basically it's telling you, don't get a house, get an apartment building, live for free. Don't work across the city from your job, work mm-hmm. close enough to your job. So where you don't even have to waste gas where you can ride a bike, shit like that. It's basically just telling you to optimize your life in a certain way that's cost effective. And that's what I did. I was like, damn, let me just go buy an apartment building. So I did. Mm-hmm. And, damn. Let me work closer to home. So I just quit my job and found a new one. And, and now I'm even closer to where I live now. Like, you didn't live in the apartment? Well, yeah. So basically, the what the book teaches is house hacking. So basically, house hacking is, is what you was doing, Chuck. You bought this house, mm-hmm. and then you had people yeah. paying your rent. So you was pretty much living for free or damn near. Mm-hmm. So house hacking, you was already doing it. So I was doing I didn't want to do it with a house. I wanted an apartment building. Yeah. So, so I bought an apartment building. It's a four unit. I live in one. I rent the other three out. Their rent, before I even raised their rents, because they was kind of under market. So before I even raised the rent, it covered the mortgage. I raised the rent and I'm covering the mortgage and, and making expenses. profit. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not super cash flowing yet because, but that's cause it's paying your unit. Exactly. But as soon as I move out, when I buy my next one, as soon as I move out and rent the one I'm living in out, I'm going to be cash flowing about 1100 a month off of that. But I kind of say I'm cash flowing now because I don't pay for anything like out of my own pocket. No, exactly. Yeah. It, and technically if the, the apartment's going up in value, yeah. that also counts too. Exactly. The appreciation. So if, if I could ask, cause I, I got a whole bunch of questions ask when it comes them, to that, that type of, so when you purchase the apartment, you get the land under it as well. Yeah. So it's the same thing as like buying a house. Yeah. And, uh, did you put, <laughs> Did you did you have to put like a certain amount down or is it still like can you do like a FHA convention? Bro, I didn't put convention. nothing down, bro. I actually got money, bro. I because what I oh, did. Hold on, but let's preface that though, because you why had, exactly, you're very specific. Exactly. Let yeah. me let me let me break it hey, down. Hey, that's a good ass YouTube not, thing. Yeah, <laughs> got this apartment for free. Let me, let me break down. it down because I don't want to mislead nobody. Yeah, yeah. But so what I did was I researched the market until I could find the most affordable deal for me, the best deal. I probably looked at a hundred places before I found one. Mm-hmm. Um, the the first one I did find that I really liked because it didn't need no rehab. It was perfect. It somebody bought it cash. Like Ooh. yeah, the second the soon as I put my offer in, the uh, the realtor called me like, nope, somebody just bought it cash. Damn. And in hindsight, I'm glad they did buy it because the HOA for that one was like six hundred a month. So it would have been way harder to cash flow. Damn. So I was like. But I was so excited about how it looked. Yeah. Because it was like super done up. Because most of the, the apartment buildings out here, like the multi-units, they're in the super hood out here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So um, this one wasn't really in the hood. It was like by Chinatown. And it was yeah. like so remodeled, so dope. <clears throat> but the the HOA was crazy. But I was like, damn, I'll figure out how to cash flow it. Fuck it. But somebody bought it cash. And I was like, hindsight, I was like, damn, I'm glad they bought that cash because Fuck that, man. I, I would have been struggling with the HOA. But that, that was a multi-unit? Yeah, yeah. It was. I was only looking at, I wasn't looking at nothing but multis. Okay. Like, But anyway, so I found, after looking at like 100 deals, I found one that made sense numerically. Because I you got to run the numbers. You have to run the numbers. I had like, I was super analytical. I was my analyst, so. Yeah. Like I had this huge spreadsheet. I was calculating shit, calculating CapEx, all these other like real estate terms, trying to figure it out, like to make sure the numbers or green you know that made sense i can afford it like without you know i can afford it and not only that i could afford it that it cash flowed uh, so basically once i figured found this one made sure it cash flowed or whatever um i put in the offer had the seller fix a bunch of shit i didn't have to play any money down because i'm a veteran so i use va loan which um i know that's probably not applicable for most people but you can still do FHA or you can save the 20%. What's a VA loan? Nothing? <clears throat> a, VA lo- a VA loan is basically just a, a veteran benefit. So you don't have to put any money down. Damn. With, um, like What's, zero. What, what would be the interest rate and all that though? With um, that? So my interest rate was 4.0. I got 4.0. I That's want, still really good. Yeah, it's still oh, really damn. good. But I want it because my credit score is like 800, man. So I was, trying yeah. to, I was trying to get it down to like. 
Weird flex, but okay. It wasn't a flex, bro. <laughs> it, it was it was an appropriate flex because hey, hey, I was yeah. trying to negotiate hey. them down to like three point something. I was like, man, I got like an eight fifteen. Yeah, bro. like a three point two five. Every point yeah. counts when you're. That's, I know, bro. About a multi hundred thousand. When you're talking hundreds of thousands, yeah, that, I'm like because like, like a four percent is like it's a lot. Yeah, because it started off at like four point three. I was like, bro, like my credit is like eight. Point five. I, I mean, my credit score is like eight. What's the reason? Is it just because the market? Yeah, it's the market. Yeah, like yeah. so. So I was like, eh, I don't know, man. That four point five kind of hurt. Now, let me shop around for different lenders. Um, the lowest I got was the lend- the lender that I was working with four point oh. So I was like, fuck it, man. Four point oh, it is. I can't. Four point oh is way better than four point five. I mean, yeah, it was like yeah. So I was like, fuck it, man. Let's let's go with it. Uh, got the interest rate. I didn't have to put no money down. Um, everything that was wrong with the place, I had to sell or fix it. Cause he was, um, I had a really good, um, real estate agent. Shout out to Erica, Erica Soupton, Soupton Group, uh, fuck with her. Um, yeah, so she negotiated all my closing costs, everything. So I didn't pay nothing out of pocket, like not a penny. I, I was well prepared to, even if I had to put the 20% down, I was prepared to, but I didn't have to. So fuck it. Oh, you'd have to put down 20%? I didn't have to put down nothing. I'm telling, bro, when I say I didn't oh. put down nothing. No, no, I thought you said you, no, you, you if, were prepared. He, no, I'm if saying he, if I yeah. did. If he didn't uh, have the VA yeah, loan, yeah. If I didn't. But I didn't put down nothing, bro. And I actually got money back because my realtor was so good that she negotiated the seller to pay, pay like, for the closing costs. Pay and like 7000 in closing costs. And wow. the closing costs was only what like 4000 Who's she? Yeah, Erica Soupton, the Soupton group. I'm going to hit y'all up. Yeah, hit her up. <laughs> So yeah, so my I I got money back, bro. I got a check back after closing. That's nice. Yeah, bro. So that goes straight to like a cushion or like a goes, retained earning exactly, or exactly, bro. That just that goes went straight into my bank account. <laughs> Damn. I so I got money to buy the place, and now I'm living for free. I don't have no bills, and I'm just stacking up money so I can buy the next one, which I'm looking right now. I'm looking at deals like damn near every other day. I'm damn dog, you gotta hit me up because I'm looking for shit too, bro. Like, um, what's the <laughs> what's the website? Ah, uh, so wait, wait, real quick though. Now, since you're you already own something, yeah. your next one is gonna be twenty percent down no matter what, right? Do you it or what is it? It depends. There's a lot of ways you can game the system well, of real estate. Okay, I don't want to say if it's illegal, but no, no, it's somebody else. Somebody else to put their name on it. Not not with VA. With VA, no, I meant like well, because I'd still rather. Could you go back and serve for another year? Like, can I get (laughs) can I get Keem to go put down on the house as the main name, and then just give him the money? Or is that illegal? I don't see how that's illegal. Because then it's like okay, because now I know he's a first time buyer still, so he's gonna get hit with the three point five or the. I doubt you. You know what I mean. Well, the, my the credit score is going up. FHA, I huh? believe. I think three point five is only with FHA. If you use yeah. conventional, it's I don't think you can do. Way. No, conventional uh, is conventional is five. Oh, I can really? go five. I got to check. Bigger I, I, I did it. Oh, you I so did you it did here. Do it, so yeah, you know yeah. It. Okay, for sure. So it's just uh, you can do five percent, depending on the house too, because I think there's still a little bit of, but they don't really care about too much about liability. So if there's like illegally built stuff on the house and all that, like they don't care. But if you have FHA, they're a little bit more strict. So everything has to be the code. There can't be any extra. That's stuff. the same one with VA. VA yeah. is pretty strict too. Yeah. But the cool thing is, if you buying, if you shopping for apartment buildings, and say it's a little more expensive than a house would be, if you got a good lender, what they'll do to qualify you is they'll they'll look at the income of the units and they'll qualify that they'll um oh, they'll, they'll like add that to income. your income uh, so you qualify damn, for more. That's yeah, crazy. Exactly. Guy. So if you say you buying like a a, a fourplex building and you are gonna be living in one. And you only make a certain amount of money. They'll take the income from the rents that you're going to be making, and they'll just add that to your income. So, bam! Now you qualify. Now you can afford it. Whoa! Oh, yeah. That's tight. So, so then you can get an even bigger place. Exactly. So don't wow. think. So if you out there and you're thinking about doing it, don't think you can't afford it because you can. Yeah. If a lender tells you no, just go to another lender. I'm about to take this money out of yeah, Robin Hood. Yeah, that's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you, but with the VA loan, you're still hit with the PMI and nope. all that. No? Nah. What's a PMI? The property property mortgage, mortgage insurance. insurance. Yeah, you don't got to pay that. So before, know. usually here in, in a house, you get that. Just do the fact that they want to they wanna insure themselves that you don't do something messed up and you leave before you own 20% of the house. So they want to make sure their money's safe. Yeah. So until you own 20% of the house, you have to pay this extra like 150, 120, however much your house is, they take oh, a certain damn. percentage. Yeah. But that's why... If you um if you wait like a year, 
Because it's going to take you realistically like four or five years. Wait, to pay is that off. why people? Is that why people can't buy a house within a certain amount of time if they buy another house? Like, uh, like if you like if you buy one house, you can't technically buy another. That's, pro- that's probably else. just affordability. Thing. I think that's just yeah. Because somebody money. was trying to do like an Airbnb kind of thing, but they're like, oh no, they make you live in there for like a year. No, that's probably, that's, he's probably using FHA. Though. No, that's that okay. probably using a certain type of loan because okay. like even with like with VA and FHA, you're required to occupy the residence they don't they don't provide loans for investment properties yeah you gotta live in a residence and see that's why i get confused too though because if you're saying he already had a house and he's trying to find another house to airbnb out he'd have to put 20 percent down which means it's way past conventional and fha it's probably just conventional at that point but now i think there's some something to do because i was looking it up because i was like i was looking at houses that i wanted to buy that are lower cost right now and uh you have to you have to get like a business license and everything for Airbnb now, and now you have to hit up the city and they have to come to your house and they have to look at it, see if it approves to be an Airbnb house, and then you have to go get like uh, an inspection and everything. Everything has to be up to code. It's it's super strict out here because I think it's something to do with the casinos, probably the, the yeah. hotels and all that. So I I've heard people try to do it out here. It's just a little confusing, but then I've heard people do it like it's nothing. But yeah, then I heard other I, things I like people just, getting evicted from their house because bro, it's it's the tips and it's so many hidden tips and tricks. Yeah, go to start going to biggerpockets.com. Bigger pockets, yeah, well, good ass name. Scroll, <laughs> scroll, watch. Let's start listening to their podcast. Start scrubbing their forums on their website. You can learn everything on that website. So it's just a whole bunch of people who have knowledge. It's, it's a of this whole game. bunch of people who are already doing what you want to do, telling you how to do it. Like I had so many questions about being a landlord got them all answered from bigger pockets but is there anything that has obstructed you since it's in vegas or it's in clark county like is it different from different like cities not no nah, i don't think so not like crazy nah. different i'm actually like my next property probably not gonna even be in vegas i'm looking at um turnkey properties right now so turnkey property is basically like these these it's companies like nah it's no. basically like say like a company they get they got good relationships with banks so they get houses for like pennies on a dollar they fix them up and then they just sell them, but they don't got to sell them for too much because they got them for so cheap. Oh, so you bid on them? No, right? you just buy them. How do they get that? And then you sell them, right? No, you can no. do whatever you want with them. No, how do they get them so, so so cheap? Because they just got good relationships with the banks. So the banks, because like the banks probably already got it from damn near nothing. For so a foreclosure like, or something. Yeah, yeah so, so they're like, hey, we'll do it for this. Or like, so the explain, to me, explain to me the process real quick because I'm a little lost right now. Okay, so the bank takes a house foreclosure. A foreclosure, somebody who didn't exactly. weren't able to complete the payment. Yeah. They they defaulted on a loan. The bank took it yeah. over. And banks usually wants banks usually want to get rid of foreclosed properties. They don't want them on their books for whatever reason. Why is that? I I don't know for okay. sure, but it's basically they don't really always have a department to be selling houses. Mm-hmm. That's not their job. Their job is to be selling loans. Mm-hmm. Banks make money by selling debt, so they don't really. They don't really have <laughs> Porky. Yeah, they don't they don't really have all they don't really have yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they don't really have departments to be I'm selling selling houses and stuff yeah. like that. So usually they, they try to get rid of foreclosures pretty fast, get them off their books. So like these turnkey companies, they they have good relationships with the banks. They'll buy them off the bank for however much, fix them up. They're usually pretty shit. So they'll fix them up, uh, make them like rental ready, and then they'll sell them to usually just investors. So like you can go buy a turnkey property you're not gonna have to do no no work to it it's it's ready to rent out as soon as you buy it Mm -hmm. and like vegas is kind of expensive right now it's super expensive exactly but if you look at markets like the southeast like georgia alabama man i'm looking at shit out there for like eighty thousand, like beautiful bro no it's crazy i watched this one cat um he he's uh he's in philly and i thought philly was like a pretty major city but he's like no this area was that the guy you sent me? Yeah, that Omi, Omi and a Hellcat. Yeah. Uh, this uh, that like, balling, bro. Bro, he's so balling, but That's he dope. he he's super. And he was smart. selling pizzas like five years ago. Yeah, he he was just basically explaining like, oh yeah, like it was just tight because he was communicating with his homies that he made rich too, and he's just like, hey, give me these three lots. And I'll give you these two, and I'll give you a house in like Jefferson or something. I was like, that's so tight. Like these folks <laughs> are just like, no. like you playing real cars. life, playing real life Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, bro. Exactly. but that's how you got to get to, bro. Like you got to think, man. They started off just like us. Yeah, like, yeah, small. Yeah. And then they well, just here grew. it started off with an interest, right? Like you, exactly. you find out about it, and you're like, I want to do that too, because a lot, because this information is out there, right? Bro, it's free. Yeah, it's free. There's no course but you got to sign up for. Right? Execution is key. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. Like, I think 
that's why it's so much nothing out there because it's so much everything Mm -hmm. so what i mean by that is like it's so much information like people getting it from this way that way that way so they just say they don't do anything because it's just too much Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah the information is out there it's all free but are you going to use it? Are you going to apply it? I mean, it is hard though. That's too. What I, it really is. Like people don't. People think like, oh, it's quick money. It's like, bro, it's just as scary. That's yeah. why I, I, I see people like they're like, okay, I, I like the comfortable life. Exactly. It, it's like you got to do a lot, and, and that, it's, it's nothing wrong with the comfortable life. But, but you will never see that money. Exactly. And you'll always have to work for your money yeah. day in and day out. Yeah, which is I mean, it's not still safe, some, bro. Some people are built for that. And yeah, for sure. I'm yeah. not. I mean, but even, but even like, bro, even like, like people like this day and age, like the the internet age, especially right right now, people are like just going hard as fuck with entrepreneurship. That's why I said don't call me entrepreneur because yeah, I don't I don't like the term. It's just it's being just bombarded everywhere. People are making fe- people feel bad for having day jobs. It's like, bro, chill. So you're a real like, estate investor. I'm just me. I don't really. I'm just not nothing. I'm just me. I just do what I like to do. Yeah, uh, and right now I like music and i like real estate that's what i do that's so dope man no it it definitely inspires me because i I was literally i was just getting into it i was like looking at houses out here i was like looking for foreclosed houses and just imagining like okay well this one's almost like 120,000 under market value yeah it's pretty beat up but like 50 65,000 into it It probably wouldn't even be that much yeah i was going overboard because i just don't know yeah because i don't know foundation i don't know how inspections work let me tell you something when i first when i started like i was just assuming i was gonna have to spend so much money to do this and that but bro like you'd be surprised how cheap rehab and shit is oh let's go back to the apartment because i'm how do you get tenants well do you have property management no because i live there so i actually fired the property management that was already managing the property. Damn. It was, it was, so you no manage you manage the property by yourself? Yeah. I live there. Like what why wouldn't I why would I pay somebody eight yeah. percent when I live there? You know? Yeah, so it's eight yeah. percent? That's eight to ten depending Is on the property the manager. Yeah. Okay. That's, no, that's, that's the normal out here. Know. I don't know anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so like no, I'm not gonna property manage. I'm gonna watch these YouTube videos. I'm gonna learn how to fix some shit. And I'm gonna be a landlord. I like, just get scared because I've watched videos and I'm like the contracts and just making sure you're probably really you seem really smart though and you seem like you bro you, you really smart too man you cross all your t's and dot all your eyes there's just i feel like if somebody was like oh i'm gonna sue this guy because they know how to do it which is one in a million chance you know it's like once in a blue moon they say like but Yo, can, I, can like, I tell you something real quick can i tell you something do you remember that property i used to live in in uh, on 15th street yeah the ghetto like, oh yeah so my dad was the landlord for that property that was one Four. It was the house, the basement, one, two, three, four, and four other apartments. He owned that, right? No. Got it for a really good price. Messed up by renting it to family. And then it just went downhill from there, right? Yeah. But I was going to tell you, recently, and then this last year, that property was going, it was being sold for $50,000. Oh my God, that's crazy. Damn. You remember I that? I didn't hop on yeah. there. The basement house? Yeah. That basement house? With the studio in it? Yeah. yeah. So so, so that it, that property was being sold by the bank. It was like foreclosed and everything. That's what I'm telling you. Banks be trying to get rid of shit. Yeah. So, and they sold it for 50 grand. So I was It was a fixer upper, but that's what I'm 50 saying. grand, yeah. bro. And the lot, remember the lot behind the house? Bro, it was, it was huge. huge. And I get, they ended up tearing it down. They tore all the buildings down, from what I heard. Damn, they were that bad. Yeah. What the fuck? That yeah, I guess like it'd be so much it, more expensive to whoever do that. bought it. No, it, was, it was, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just clean it up. But they I don't know if wanna... it was the thing is I don't know if those were legal houses. That's the whole thing. No, they were. You sure? Yeah, because the 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 lady that bro, the lady that actually her dad built that house. In like the 30s or 40s. Oh, so they probably like didn't they even came need to permits back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it could have been one of those things. It could have been one of those things too, but I'm sure whoever bought that property saw how big the land was and said, dude, there could be 10 apartments here. Yeah. They you know what I mean? They probably going to build it up. Oh, he was yeah. smart. So, yeah. Just wanted to let you know because I know you're like, you want to buy some property. I'm like, that could have been a really good dude, investment. Dude, the thing is, I really do believe in that area more than anything, but it's still going to take a little bit more time. It's across the street from Hell's Angels, bro. The 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 biker gang. Oh damn! Yeah, like a. I saw somebody get murdered in front of my house that one oh, time. Oh yeah, I remember. Crazy crazy story, guys. So anybody tuning in, uh, I used to live on 15th Street in Bonanza. It's a pretty bad area. Which is in a Las pretty Vegas. bad area in Las Probably Vegas. Probably one of the worst. It's across the street from Hell's Angels. I I saw 
uh, gang fights happen. Like there was a, a straight up turf fight where like you had thirty dudes on each side going at each other with that, bats. That was, and the, stuff. that was the that was the one with the studio in the basement. Bro, that right? was the one with the studio in the I basement. Never been it that bad. Over no, no, there. yeah, because you came during the day. <laughs> No. And then and no, then somebody was, got uh, shot across the street, bro. It was crazy. Oh, word. Yeah. It was a pretty ghetto neighborhood. It's still it's still bad. Anything with H's or G's or 16th. Yeah, yeah. stay away yeah. from those letters. <laughs> those letters. Be, <laughs> pretty, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know anymore, but I remember back in the day, it used to be pretty damn bad. I was like, yeah, that area is scary. Yeah. I'm cool on that. <laughs> but yeah, going back to two things. Do you know foreclosed homes, is it... They they give out loans, right? But how much do you know? How much you have to put down? Is it like fifty percent? That I am not or sure. Or do you have to pay out cash? All I'm the not one hundred percent sure. What you can do is sign up for bigger pockets. Ask the question in the form. Are you trying to get a kickback, bro? No, bro. I don't, bro. I <laughs> just said I got my referral link. I just I don't even have a link, bro. I'm just saying, like it's it's such a knowledgeable tool. Like, you could let question you just asked me. You could type it in a form, and somebody will hit you up and tell you, like they will overtell you how to do it. Ooh, that's tight. I'm telling you, bro. Like, all the info is on that form. That's so sick, bro. Yeah. So, going back to the tenants, you just, you learned how to do it all by yourself, like, how to write up, like, contracts and everything? I, biggerpockets.com. Same I just, thing? Yeah, I just went on the forums. I searched. Uh, most of the questions I had, somebody had already asked them on the forum. I just, yeah. I just you know, just read the thread. So, is, it, is that kind of like Pocket Lawyer? Rocket nah, Lawyer? You got, like, templates and everything like that? Nah, no? it's just a, just bigger pockets is just a community. No, I think it's a community. Oh, it's a forums website. Yeah. Yeah. Like gear, but I know what gear you're talking about. Information. Like gear sluts. Like who? Like gear sluts. Yeah. For audio engineers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's it's more way more detailed and way more built up. Mm. Yeah. It's called Pocket Lawyers? That's a good-ass Rock, name. Rocket, actually, Rocket, Rocket, Rocket. I got my Pocket Lawyers is Pocket actually, Lawyer. Oh, yeah, you're That sounds like a good-ass name, though. Yo, you guys yeah. heard it here first? <laughs> Sorry. Pocket Lawyer. <laughs> no, you good. Actually, um, I got all my, my legal documents off the internet, bro. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Just like, <what> the, <laughs> that's where I got all my wedding contracts. And no, that's like that, uh, right? it's super dope, bro, because like it, it always seems a little bit much for me when I think about it. I'm like, oh, shit. Bro, it, I was super gonna, overwhelmed, too, but it's like, it's like, man. It. What but, you, but here's what happens with that overwhelming feeling is the the want to to better yourself and 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 keep pursuing something better doesn't go away it, bro it, so it I only keeps that, yeah. it only keeps bubbling up inside of you until you're like i don't care how hard this is going to be i'm going to learn it exactly otherwise i'm always going to feel the way i feel right yeah. now yeah and and like um like i read i read on the internet like on bigger pockets i believe i keep plugging them i swear i'm not getting paid for them yeah. but it's just that's where i learned all my shit paid. pretty much i'm gonna send this to him but um <laughs> yeah i was uh somebody on the forum basically said like yeah, you're gonna be nervous and scared as hell for your first deal. Yeah. But every deal after that is just like nothing. And that's how I feel. Like I'm looking for my second deal and I'm just like, I'm just okay, yeah, let's get it. Cause like once you jump through the fire and I actually do it, like then you know what to expect. And you've you you did all the research you can do. So now all you gotta do is just do it. So my question is what what's your goal, your end goal with this? I know you wanna one day, you know, not have to work for your money and all that stuff, but like what is a actual attainable goal that you have said like i want to have 10 properties five properties like what's i want to have enough properties that generate enough cash flow to where i don't need a day job i'm not against a day job like i said like everybody just brushes entrepreneurship you gotta be entrepreneur or you ain't shit mm -hmm. ah ha ha you work a day job you're a slave blah 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 i don't believe that i think a day job is excellent leverage to invest in the shit that you really want to do so like yeah i work a day job I mean, I'm not too thrilled about it, but I don't hate it. And that day job funds all of the shit that I really want to do. It funds my record label. It funds promoting my uh, Your all the music, my artists, everybody I care about. It funds my real estate endeavors. So what's wrong with a day so job? I, yep. I, I'll say this and I'll ask this. I'll ask you too, Kim. What, what would make you happy if you... I don't want to say you don't have to work because you're always going to have to work. Yeah. What capacity. would make you happy though? Like per year, how much would you have to get paid? But you're doing what you kind of love to do. It's not a monetary amount for me. No? Well, let, let's just say what would be the start? What would you be cool with? I just want to know. I'm having trouble understanding the question. Like, so, so like, you're, okay, so you're like, like, let's just say what is your living expense per year? How much do you really like no, need? No bills included or like. Yeah, no bills. Let's say, are you talking about basic necessities? Everything. Everything. Like, what would, what would your, like, what would make you happy? Sixty thousand, a hundred thousand, yeah, maybe like if, if not have to work for it. You mean? Well, you still you're gonna have to kind of work, but let's just say minimal hours. Mm -hmm. Let's just say like him, he he got his ten properties, and now his cash flow is almost like eight G's a month, mm -hmm. and he just has to here and there check in on them. Because now at oh, this you point, you don't have can, to make that much money, man. 
to live like we used to talk about this back in the day yeah. like you dude you only need like twenty thirty thousand dollars to really pay for your food and your electricity maybe some rent if you have to pay for it. but if you don't have to pay for rent like it kind of takes care of itself yeah uh you know if we're talking about like how much money would you want to if you're talking about like for traveling and doing all these crazy things that's another story yeah, yeah. i'm um, just saying like day to day what would make you happy day? saying like oh i can vacate here and there do my thing a thousand dollars a day a day, <laughs> damn, bro. God Somebody, damn. So I, that that photographer I was showing you, bro. She was saying if you don't make at least a thousand dollars a day, you're a failing photographer. Does that business. mean profit, or but did see, she just see, mean I revenue? I disagree with that, bro, because that's like that's for her. That's what makes. Well, her she has work. she has uh, what's it called? Um, a business that she runs. So she has people that she has to pay, and she has a a actual building that she has to pay for. And I too, get that, but so know? that thousand dollars a day, she needs that. If she yeah. if she doesn't make that, yeah, then she is a failing photographer because she can't pay her employees. Not a failing she photographer, a failing entrepreneur. Whatever, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but like, if she if she doesn't if she doesn't make that amount, then she can't pay her staff. She can't pay whatever she got to pay. Mm-hmm. So for her, that is failing. Yeah, but if somebody else doesn't have all that you can't just say they're a failure they might not want all that you know like i think i think i think people get too caught up in money yeah and i don't way think, too caught up yeah and money like ever since i started getting in real estate and like going like with all these people i've been meeting a lot of very well-off people and they ain't all like happy as fuck like it ain't it ain't like that like so money i think i think what makes human beings happy like don't give me don't don't get a twist i'm not saying money is not important because it is it's definitely a tool to do what you want to do but at the same time that's not going to bring you true happiness true happiness is going to come from what i believe is you pursuing your interest whatever those interests may be yeah if you really like shooting videos and cameras and you're not shooting videos and cameras or whatever then you're not happy you're not happy it doesn't matter if you got to go to a day job and then come home and do it you're still doing it yeah. So that's you're gonna be happy. You might be like, oh damn, I gotta go to work. I just really want to take pictures all day. But if it weren't for that day job, you wouldn't be taking pictures, bro, because you wouldn't be able to afford to do it. But eventually, if you keep scaling up your side business, you don't need your day job. Yep. So it's just like, bro, just be happy. Just do what you want to do. Don't be forced to be an entrepreneur. Just have fun. Just live life, bro. That's that's the way I see it. Yep. Like, I don't. That's I don't dope. think money is like all that. It's like I think people overemphasize it. Mm-mm. Yeah. But if that's the way you want to live and you got the money and you want to spend it, go ahead. Yeah, that's definitely, cool. definitely. Do you? Like, yeah, I'm. I want a Corvette. That's my dream car. I'm gonna get it one day. But I want Tesla. Yeah, I would. I always said like, if if money was not an option of like, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Like how like uh, no, sorry, what was uh, it was if you didn't have to uh, I was if, just, you, if you didn't have any debt, like how much how much would you be comfortable yeah, yeah. making doing what you absolutely love, right? Like that's one of the questions that we used to ask each other. And it always came down to like not not a lot, man. Not a lot. Not a lot, really. You don't yeah, need a lot to live. If you're doing what you love, like you money's not really like. Of course, you don't want to be on the street dying, yeah, you know, but you want to have enough to cover cover your yeah, cover bills, living, foods, you know? you know, like all, yeah. All I need is because I'm I'm pretty much a minimalist. Like all I need is enough to eat, go go out every now and then, and uh save money for like and gas, like, and uh, yeah, that, for like a family I might have or whatever. Just have make sure they. Shit. But other than that, I don't really need much because I'm. I'm not really into like the material stuff. Like, yeah, I don't really. I had, yeah, to, I didn't have the same car for like 11 years. Like, I'm, I'm good, bro. Yeah, I buy like, hoopties. Yeah, left like, and right. It's not that big. I'm not materialistic. I, I rather see my money stack up than like all it. Cause I know a lot of people that like, yo, their whole net worth is like five thousand dollars, but they got on thousand dollar Gucci belts. Like that, that ain't me. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, to each his own. <laughs> that's so messed up. I mean, that's 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 the reality. Yeah. I blame Instagram and rap music, but that's, <laughs> that's the reality. But to yeah. each his own, man. I'm, I'm just, I just do me. Like, I don't, I don't really care what nobody else does either. And I'm not gonna let, I'm not gonna make anybody feel like they have to do what I do. And I'm not gonna let anybody make me feel like I have to do what they do because everybody's path is different, you know. So yeah, and you're vegan too. You brought it up, man. I didn't bring that up. Like this is the thing with this is the thing with vegans, man. Vegans get such a bad rap because everybody says, "Oh, blah blah blah." Everybody says that vegans always talk about being vegan. I don't say nothing to nobody about I mean, how it, I eat. It's, it's it's like people who, oh, I'm sober now. Yeah, I don't drink like, no more. I don't yeah. do weed no more. I don't like okay, like, but nobody asks, bro. Great job, bro. Yeah, it's like, like it's I only cool. bring it up if somebody offers me. Yeah, a drink. and that's the difference. Like keep, somebody goes, like, "Here you go." I'm like, "Oh, I don't drink." Yeah, it's like, why don't you drink? That's why don't you drink? It's like when you got to get to the story. (laughs) And then you have to 
make like, oh, okay, I'm better than you. Yeah. Exactly. Like, why, don't you, why don't you eat meat? Yeah. Like, no, so. yeah, and I, I and I know and I know this because I've eaten like meat around you, and I you've never said anything. Cause I don't give a shit, yeah. bro. How long have you been vegan eat? for? I've been I've been vegan for about going on three years. I've been vegetarian for since 2013. What made you make the change? My mom. Then? So like my mom, she had breast cancer. She was sick. Sick as fuck. She wasn't going to do uh, chemo or radiation or none of that bullshit that the doctors tell you you got to do. Oh. So, like, me and my brothers, and we was just, like, looking at, damn, she ain't going to do that. How are we going to fix her? So, we just start hitting the internet heavy, like, learning all we can about about cancer, about healing, about all this holistic shit that people think is hocus pocus. But so, we just dive deep, learned, 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 and we just start having her do a bunch of stuff. But the very first thing that kept coming up that we learned was diet, 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 change your diet, diet, diet. Even um the old philosopher dude, uh, let thy medicine be thy food and thy food be thy medicine, whatever. Diet, bro, like everything, all ailments can be, most all ailments can be cured with diet. So we just start changing her diet and slowly but surely she started getting better. Better is she not fully healed, but this is 2013. Like they didn't told her she was gonna die a couple of times. She's still alive. Diet, diet, diet. A couple other things too. But anyway, she had to change her diet. And uh, me and my brothers did it to support her because like it's hard if you like doing some shit by yourself. But yeah. Everybody around you is doing it. It makes it a lot easier. Yeah. So we did it to support her. And um, I just never went back. But I didn't go full vegan. She went full vegan at first. Me and my brothers, we just kind of went vegetarian. We were still eating cheese and pizza eggs. Yeah. and shit like that and. But um, a couple years ago, I was like, damn, I really love pizza. That was the only thing. Like, meat was not a problem for me. Meat was super easy. I haven't craved meat since 2013. The last time I, I remember the last piece of chicken I ate. And I was, after that, I was like, eh, this is what, it didn't phase me. But pizza? Nah, man, <laughs> that shit. That, bro, it took me so long. To just like get cheese? Yeah, I, bro, all I ever ate was cheese pizzas. Like, I, I never, I don't pizza like nothing. Pizza's so good. Yeah. It was just plain cheese pizza. I've never liked pepperoni, so I'm just plain cheese. But bro, like I remember, and my favorite pizza, like even though I'm from Chicago originally, like people are gonna hate me, but I fuck with Little Caesars heavy, man. Bro, one hundred percent. Oh hell yeah, bro. bro. What have we Caesars, always talked bro. about? We <laughs> talked oh, about it with Chabriel, yeah. man. Bro, Little, Little Caesars, Caesars got those deals, those five dollar hot ready. I guess it's the price. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, the price is so bro, perfect. I don't know what it is, but I can. It's fuck the up price. Little Caesars is a convenience. It's the it's, it's the convenience. I don't gotta wait, bro. Like I don't want to call somebody and gotta wait. And the quality isn't yeah, terrible. Bro, it's good. It's good, bro. It's a good ass pizza that's ready when I want it. I just go pick it up. A whole little pizza, bro. I used to and now they got the shit. app. They got the app now. That's yeah, before my just, time, bro. bro. You could just go now and hit the oven thing, and it's in the oven for you. Don't and take you just... me, bro. Like I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah. So that was like I remember. I I went Damn, to Little Caesars dope, one though. night. Yeah, I went to Little Caesars one night. I was like, man, it was it was like a. Like when you doing some shit you know you ain't supposed to be doing, yeah. like like when you like after you beat off, you're just like, damn, bro, I knew I shouldn't have did. You feel so dirty <laughs> yeah, after bro, you're like, you feel uh, so dirty. What am I watching? <laughs> I'm gonna like, attribute damn, back bro. to Nate. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna attribute back to Nate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I went to Little Caesars. I got this last pizza, bro. I was like, man, you know what? After I ate it, I just felt so dirty, man. I was Dude. Like, I, I I'm know. done with this shit, bro. I know how you feel, man. <laughs> I, you keep feeling like that every time. I had, every time that we keep doing it, I, I had, bro. I went to, I, so I was coming home last night from work, and uh, I was like, I'm hungry, and I knew there was nothing to eat at home, so I was like, I'm gonna get like a hot and spicy and a McDouble from McDonald's real quick, man. It's like two, three bucks, whatever. I felt terrible afterwards. Yeah, bro. Terrible. Like, crazy. like I knocked out for like 45 minutes because it was an uncomfortable <laughs> nap, and I woke up with a headache. Oh man. Yeah. It sucks, man. It's just because. <laughs> you dumb after <laughs> <laughs> oh man Jesus that was shit. a dope conversation man nah. i think we're i think we're at the uh yeah, yeah definitely. one hour mark man that's, oh, damn, that's that hour hour. went by crazy damn, fast bro, man. very fast man uh, a lot. thank you bro. yeah uh thank only you, other bro. thing is what uh i want to know like what goals do you have for digital gold entertainment with that that you see yourself reaching within the next you know short term two to five years just keep scaling up building up one fan at a time that's all I care about. That's all we care about is the fan base. Mm-hmm. Just um, keep building up supporters, fans. That's the only thing that matters. Nothing we could do, else matters. We could do a whole other episode on internet marketing and how you know running Facebook ads and all that stuff 
I'm getting pretty good at it. Yeah, man. yeah, you, see you the are. Numbers, bro. You are, you bro. I've see seen the numbers, the numbers bro. bro. Yeah. I've seen them. I just, yeah. I just gotta figure out IG, bro. I can't crack IG, but Facebook. I think IG is a waste of time. I got it. I think IG is yeah. a waste of time. I haven't heard any good stuff about IG promotions. I've actually heard from people who do them, like, like don't do it. It's a waste of money. Like Facebook is where it's I, at. I heard because from, it's a psychology. Sorry well, to cut I heard, you off, but it's a psychology. People on Instagram don't want to watch a video. Like it's more photography based. Unless you're on Instagram TV, but Facebook, you're used to scrolling, clicking on a video. That video takes you to a whole other list of videos. Yeah, bro. Facebook, bro. You can put motherfuckers in a funnel. I just think on this. There's more people on Facebook, and that's fact. And there's more older people on Facebook where they still are drawn in by ads. I know the younger people aren't, but there's a lot of people still drawn in by ads. That's yeah. why you can make money off ads. But I feel with Instagram, what still is super powerful is influencers. If you yeah, can find somebody, because I've been watching this like e-commerce guy, bro. He he paid like some influencer fifty thousand, and he paid he made like seven hundred thousand on his nice. e-commerce. He's like, look at this is the day they posted, and this is the week. He's like, that doesn't happen. So he's like, there is ways to do things, but I you know each platform has its own thing. Because I don't know anything about Twitter. Is Twitter ads good? No, Twitter is. I love Twitter, but they ads suck. But Twitter. Twitter is a community base. Like you can build a following on Twitter. Like if you have a brand and you just exactly. reply back to people, that's like yeah. a great way to yeah. keep them engaged. Yeah. But Twitter, Twitter, I love. That's my favorite social media is Twitter. Dude, I haven't I wonder, used it for years. I wonder if you paid like an Instagram model that has like five hundred thousand million followers. If you gave her like here's a hundred fifty, here's two hundred dollars, whatever, and you just post an Instagram story with my song in the background, and tag me as the artist or whatever. How much engagement would that bring? Because a if you lot. think about it, no, but you think about it. Her audience doesn't give a shit about the music she's listening to. They just want to see that booty. They want to see. You that, know what I mean? That's why if you do that, you got to do it with the right influencer. You got to right. partner with the right person. But all it right. takes is well, if they have a lot, you know, and if it's real followers, you know, if it's real people, yeah, because like, because if it's ten million people, they have even one percent. That's a lot, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a lot of people. And that's if true. even if you got one percent of that one percent, that's still something. Yeah. So it just took down man. the little funnel. Well, we talked a lot about a lot of stuff on this podcast. Yeah. We talked about crypto. We talked about real estate, uh, real estate investing. I thought she was, was going to ask me about the military. I, yeah, I was, but we're a little over time right yeah. now. Veganism. And you kind of talked about it, like how your VA. Oh, yeah, I guess. I guess. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Taco Bell. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we'll get some Taco Bell, man. <laughs> <laughs> they got vegan I stuff took, there. I took Nate to Taco Bell a couple of years ago, and he brought the last time I would ever take him. Oh, He's why? so picky. Yeah, I'm picky too. He said, could I get a. You can you can though. There's vegan stuff there. There's like I wouldn't eat shit from Taco there's Bell, bro. Bean, rice, uh, burrito. Bell, bro. Come on, man. What if there's anything there? I this podcast is over. Later, y'all. <laughs> 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 real quick, real quick, hungry. but before you pick your headphones out, where can people find you online and also your music label? And you know, uh, you can find me uh, at Dun Dun Did It. Actually, don't even worry about me. Go follow at the ADA Nate. Go follow at Pyro to God. What a good brother. Yeah. There you go, man. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys in the next morning dinner. Later. Hold on real quick. Later. (laughs) Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry. Hey, do you think Bitcoin's going to go back up to $15,000? I fucking hope so. Well, that was a good episode. (laughs) (laughs) thank you you guys made it all the way through that episode thank you very much for watching uh i hope by now if we you know haven't you know you haven't changed your mind maybe you consider maybe like someday clicking that like button and subscribing please and drop a comment man because we get lonely and we like to read them when we sitting on the toilet it it really it really really does make us happy though sitting on the toilet we look, we look at them and we just smile we smile like sometimes i screenshot them and i'm sending to chuck through facebook messenger and I'm like, hey, bro, check it out. This will make your day. Yeah, but yeah. It, it makes my day. So please comment. Please subscribe. Please like. And, uh, you know, join the conversation. This episode, uh, this outro is way too long. We'll catch you guys in the next one.